Aye, matey. We're on the open seas talking about truth today on Dopamine, the show that is all about mental health empowerment. I'm not sure what accent this is, by the way. And we're going to be talking about truth and Twitter all up in the open seas. Twitter being this open, vast universe of movement and play, but mostly arguing. I can't do that voice anymore. Hi, we're going to talk about truth and opinions and uh, the internet and um, how it's all a big chaotic mess. But really, there's a solution. There's something that we can start to consider when we are navigating the internet and how we can really start to take some of the power back for ourselves and have better discourse with each other on the internet and what's actually happening when we're having conflict. There's a lot of things, but mostly it's about truth and opinion. So we're going to talk about that in relation to the big picture in the world and all this stuff. All right, matey, let's hit the button and do the thing. <laughs> Squawk. All right, welcome back to Dopamine. I hope you have listened to this show a few times already, and if you have, I would appreciate if you hit the subscribe button, the like button, and um, leave a rating and review on this of this podcast. That'd be amazing. I don't know who that guy was on the intro. Um, he he just kind of showed up and he just started yelling into the microphone. I don't really understand um, what just happened, but uh, we can move on now. That's over. Uh, hopefully, he will not be back. Uh, so today I want to talk about truth and opinion. Uh, I've talked about truth and belief before uh, as a concept within a podcast episode, but I've been thinking more and more about local news. I've been thinking more about the internet. Um, I mean, a lot of stuff that we all think about and we all experience every single day, but I've been thinking about truth and opinion as something that has kind of merged and I think it's one of those things that has been challenging for everyone to navigate for, I mean, including myself as someone that I've always valued some semblance of truth. I've always valued kind of like pulling the curtain back and looking at what's happening, like what strings are being pulled. And there is usually for anyone that does that sort of thing, if you are the type of person that pulls the strings and looks at what's happening behind the scenes, usually it's immediately followed by some sort of judgment, right? It's like, ha, you dummy, you've been pulling the strings all along. And that's not, it's not helpful to add the judgment to it, though sometimes it is valuable. Sometimes you need to call someone out on something that's totally fine. But a lot of people see that entire sequence as truth, like the idea of pulling the curtain and then going, ha, and then that's, that's the truth when really it's like, what is that's the truth. What is happening? That is the truth. Your judgment of the truth is an opinion. Your judgment of what is happening is everything that's happening, you know, from you 
That's your reaction to what is happening. So I think that since so many of us are seamlessly having or seeing truths or trying to find our personal truths in relation to what's happening in the world, that we see that truth and then we're like, ah, gotcha, buddy. <laughs> I hope I hope the next time you like catch someone in the act of some kind, you're like, ah, gotcha, buddy. Just do that every single time. And that'll be the thing. I hope that's make, let's make this a thing around the world. Honestly, I would love it. Ah, gotcha, buddy. That would be fantastic. So just do that. The next time you call someone out on a thing, just do that thing. Comedy rule of three. I'm not doing it anymore. So uh, <laughs> when it comes to, I also just came from the grocery store. So I'm like high energy right now. I'm like releasing a lot of anxious energy. So I appreciate you kind of like holding on for dear life with all of my sort of manic reactions. Um, but, but in terms of, you know, what's going on right now, uh, if you don't have context for that, if for some reason you're listening to this way after the pandemic, this is during the COVID-19 pandemic. So I just, me going to the grocery store is a high stress thing at the moment. Um, and you know, all of this is what's going on in the world is we're inundated more and more with news stories you know, uh, uh, news outlets, I should say specifically that more and more the idea is like, we're revealing the truth. And that's the general idea of journalism, right? Is to be able to eventually find out what is actually happening and expose that. Now, the difference is that these days, a lot of journalism from every scope has even from local news to massive news to like 24 hours, new news networks have been, not just about exposing truth, but doing the whole like, ah, gotcha, buddy thing at the end of that, right? Like they're, they're trying to throw in the, the little like, Hey man, well, this is crappy behavior, right? Like this is they're throwing the opinion in there as well. So I'm saying that for two reasons. One, because I think news outlets would benefit from focusing a bit more on the truthy truth and less on the opinion, opinion, or at least more cleanly separating those things, right? Because the average person, someone who isn't thinking and deducing truth and opinion like I am, is not going to see the difference. They're just going to be seeing like, those people are idiots as as the truth, when really that's their opinion. And it's okay to have your opinions. It's okay for anyone to have opinions. I'm not saying that that you know, you need to only be someone that focuses on truth or someone that just focuses on opinion. But sometimes it helps to know that there are kind of two things coming together as a combo meal. Like, you know, you ordered the number five and the number five comes with uh, some malarkey dashed with some nonsense. <laughs> and you just kind of throw your opinion at the end of that. And you're like, oh, this malarkey nonsense is terrible. And it's okay to have an opinion, like I said, but really at the end of it, it's about making sure that you know that your opinion is just that. It's an opinion and it's yours. There's a difference between truth, objective truth of what is happening in the world, like what we can report, what we can see, what we can deduce versus what is our judgment. And the important reason that I'm pointing this out is that information Sharing information with each other does not have to include judgment. I want to say that one more time. Sharing information with each other doesn't have to include judgment. And I think 
we have adopted a worldwide culture of the internet being this blue ocean where there is no repercussion. There's very little repercussion for dishing out opinions and receiving opinions. Sure. I may feel bad, but then I can dish it out just as much back, but I don't feel how bad that they feel. It's like launching missiles 3000 miles away. You can press the button. You can see the destruction on screen, but you don't feel the pain. You don't hear the screams. You don't know what's happening. And the same thing with the internet and just tossing insults back and forth. When you're trying to, you know, someone's talking about their perspective on whether or not they should wear a mask right now. It's one thing to say like, well, it helps to have a mask because you're going to breathe in less, but then you're also going to excrete less of your mouth moisture <laughs> and the, you know, it, it's protective of yourself and it's protect, protective of other people. And there's this kind of invisible virus right now and we don't know where it is. And we just have to assume that it's everywhere. And it's one thing to say all of that. And it's another thing to be like, don't be such an idiot. You're going to wear a mask. You're going to kill people, man. You're going to be a murderer. Are you a murderer? You're going to be a murderer. And you're going to be take that with you for the rest of your life. You're going to feel bad. You're going to feel that. You're going to feel terrible. You got to feel this guilt. You got to let it weigh on you, man. You got to let it just be there. And then only then will you comply. And once you comply, it's going to make you feel like you're a human. And once you're a human, you'll make sure to take care of other humans. Right. <laughs> Uh, like it doesn't have to be this judgment laden description of something in order because, because a lot of it is about guilt and pressure. And there are a lot of people in the world that do not respond to guilt and pressure. I'm one of those people. I'm lucky that I trust the information and I follow science and, and I, and I try to follow my own logic. There are people out there who have their own sense of logic is that they prefer to want to be uh, free and do whatever they want. Um, whatever their version of the word freedom actually means. Um, and, and, you know, it's personal to them. And every thought that we have makes sense to us. Every truth makes sense to us. If it doesn't make sense to the other person, that's also fine. But the point of being able to have discourse is to exchange ideas and for those ideas to be valid and to be helpful to each other and to be able to nurture each other and grow as people. But if all we're doing is is dismissing each other, shooting things down, knocking the taco out of each other's hands, then it doesn't we don't have any discourse. Like no one actually uh grows as a person. So I'm gonna I'm gonna come at it from a different angle. The reason I started this episode with this this pirate guy showing up, he was thinking about the blue ocean idea of the internet. Now this is going to be a lot. So, so, so grab onto your britches as the, the kids say, and, <laughs> um, and, and basically, so the blue ocean of the internet is this, think of it as the, the open seas, you know, there's everyone on the internet is a bunch of pirates and we have no land. We have on the internet, a lot of people who are on the internet, a lot of people who are on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, they are just sailing the seas of the internet. They have no land to bring their stuff home to, to, they have no community within the internet. Sometimes 
Sometimes people have Facebook groups. Those count as islands. Anytime that someone has, like for me with dopamine, I've got a Facebook group, I've got Patreon, I've got my YouTube channel. I've got all sorts of places that are my platform, places that I have leverage on that I can kick someone off of and that I can sort of, um, I have leverage to expect behavior or expect a certain level of discourse or honesty or whatever, right? So if you have one of those islands, then being the owner of one of those islands allows you to have some sense of leverage. Now, if you're just sailing the blue ocean of the internet, then you don't necessarily have some leverage to work with. You have your ship, which is usually your account, and then you have cannons, (laughs) which are your opinions. And we can fire opinions at each other from a distance all we want, damage each other's ships, but because we're so far apart, we don't see the damage that actually happens. We don't feel the impact of the damage that happens to ourselves. There's a lot that happens psychologically, unconsciously, when we're inundated with opinions all the time. We start to feel more irritable and we take that back to the real islands in our real life, which is our, our homes, our families. So either you have private spaces on the internet where you can actually safely go from island to island and actually talk to people and have discussions and have discourse and, and respect because everyone has some sense of leverage or you're on the open seas and you're firing at each other and you're trying to find some way to prove that you're better than the other person because everyone on the other open seas assumes that the other person is stupid. That's the common thing that I've seen over and over again. That person's the idiot. The other side is the idiot. The other, the other person is the dumbass. So it's important to remember that that's pretty common, like regardless of, of your stance, rich, poor, Republican, Democrat, um, you know, whatever other (laughs) oppositions, religious, not religious, all of these things that are basically considered dichotomies, which are more complex than that, are these situations in which we are really feeling this, this, I didn't realize my car was on the whole time. So hopefully you didn't hear that the whole time, but (laughs) there's a, uh, this, this feeling that we have more leverage than we actually do over the other person, right? Because I'm the smart one. I'm the educated one. I'm the one that has the experience. I'm the one that knows this and that they're the person that doesn't know this and that they don't believe my narrative. I know my narrative And the other person saying the same thing about themselves, that I'm the stupid one. My narrative doesn't make sense. What I want out of life doesn't make sense. I'm immoral. I'm an idiot. I'm a murderer. I'm a terrible person. I'm the opposition. And if we're constantly staying on the open seas, then we're not going to have any face time with human beings. And we're not going to be able to see the full depths of someone else's experience. So if someone, let's say... There's, you know, there's Republican Island and then there's Liberal Island, there's Democrat Island. Um, If there's opportunities for people to bridge these islands and have our own individual packs of people, meaning as an individual, I get to start my own platform. I start my own YouTube channel. I have my own podcast. I have my own Facebook group, et cetera, shared around common ideas or thoughts or ways of feeling or ways of being or some narrative that we share. Uh, around truth and opinion or whatever, 
you can join me on my island and we can talk about things. And there are often islands that you've been a part of before in your past, whether that becomes like, you know, Republican, Democrat, rich, poor, whatever, yeah, racial things, etc. Those things don't matter as much when you're at an island that is unique to individuals, right? So those islands that I've created, I have no, as far as I know, <laughs> within myself, I have no uh, intense prejudices around people from other islands. So you come into my place and, you know, you can set up shop if you want to, you can pass through, you can say hi, etc. But if you come onto my island and you try to fire cannons, I will unleash my fortress on you and you will not be able to withstand it because I have set up ground. I have set up my provisions and I have the leverage on my island. I'm able to say, hey, I don't accept that behavior here or we can't have that discourse here or you're not welcome here because not because you're being, uh, uh, you know, you're not the opposition. You're not just another person on the open seas, but I've invited you to my Island and you decided to destroy it. Therefore you don't belong here and you need to go find your own Island. That is a very different story than just being on the open ocean and firing insults at each other and hoping to find some sort of, uh, you know, some sort of connection with someone you can't connect with people if you're just firing at each other all the time. So there's a difference between being on the internet and having a band of pirates on your ship who are basically liking all of your tweets and supporting everything that you say, uh, and constantly battling other ships on the open ocean versus actually building a community, building an Island, building connections and building your own stories that allow you to thrive and, have potentially respect for other people in other islands. So for me as a business owner, I consider dopamine basically to be an island. Dopamine is something that I've created that, yes, occasionally I go out into the open seas and I try to find, you know, other pirates that I think would be really rad to like live on my island or people that would like want to join my community, people that love the podcast. Basically, every time I sail out to sea is like when I'm talking about the podcast, I'm trying to like share bits about what my island is, right? Say, come back to my island. We've got parties. Yay, let's do this. And, you know, you just come and have a good time. And uh, uh, that's the point of me going out into the open seas. If I'm just living in the open seas, then I have nowhere to settle. And I'm going to run into danger at any time. I have nowhere to ground myself. So dopamine is this place that I'm building. This is allowing me to be a leader, a leader of communities, a leader of people that are trying to grow themselves. They're trying to learn Myers-Briggs. They're trying to learn Enneagram. They're trying to basically go through this mental health empowerment journey to learn that, that there is a, a victim mentality and then there's a creator mentality. You can create your own island or you can constantly be on the open seas complaining about how you're getting attacked all the time <laughs> when what you can do is actually start to learn about what's important to you, and then eventually find your own island and build it. Um, you know, first it starts with joining an island usually, right? Like you can't create your own island just out of nowhere when you have no community to work with. If you've got, you know, people who have joined, you've joined another island and you kind of band together and you're just like, you know what? Hey, let's start our own island. And then people are like, okay, great. Good, good luck. Go have, do, go do that. And then islands get to know each other and they kind of, 
uh, grow in communities and they become kind of nations and nations trade together and they work together and you, you build communities. And I'm talking about communities that interconnect in the same kind of, uh, ecosystem. So for me, it's like mental health channels or people are doing entrepreneur stuff. Um, you know, trying to build businesses, uh, coaching therapists, counselors, those are kind of the, the islands I like to play with. And every once in a while I'll go visit someone else's Island, which is like being on someone else's podcast and being able to share the truth of my Island with those new people. And we share stories with each other. That's how communities grow. You stare, you share stories, you share, you share truths, and you find ways to cooperate and speak and build new, bigger narratives with each other that help more people grow. Some people might need to hear my version of the truth around how I've experienced mental health and mental empowerment to help them apply it to their story and their language. But if I'm on the open seas and I'm just trying to fire cannonballs that have a, a message wrapped around it that just says mental health empowerment, I've destroyed the ship <laughs> before I've even gotten the opportunity to talk to them. Uh, the idea is to not board the ship and try to like steal their resources, but to be able to go to islands and build discourse. But it also means like you're going to have to be tough sometimes. You're going to have to, you still have to have cannons. You're still going to have to protect your island from pirates that have not yet been ready to settle. And all they want to do is pillage. So basically the idea here is that, you know, by focusing on your truth and developing your truth and not spending as much time having to include judgment in your truth, you're going to see more of how that truth is beneficial to building your island, to collecting resources, to not having to be distracted by fighting everyone all the time. You're focused on just trying to challenge yourself. You're trying to become your own hero and learn eventually to coach other people and to be able to, you know, to, to build this, this community of people. So for me, that's dopamine. Again, like I said, it's this place where you're just like hanging out and you got friends and I'm not trying to just broadcast to the open seas. You know, if somebody comes on here and they don't like the podcast and they want to leave my island, that's okay. You're allowed to do that. But understand that this is my island and I have leverage on this island. So with all of that said, people who are on the open seas, they are not aware of how much we don't have leverage with each other when we're on the open seas. We don't have, we're basically equal conflict of any kind is usually between two people who are of equal footing. You think of like the Federation and the Romulans, equal technology, equal firepower, equal size of communities, equal size of intellect and strategy. They fear each other because they're aware of each other's capabilities, but there's also a lot of mystery. There's a lot that you don't know about the truth behind the curtain of what it is that they're presenting you. And that can be scary to not know what's happening. But a lot of people have put themselves on the same even playing field because we're all doing the same things. We are, I think of conflict as like really the only true equality that exists in the world is that we allow ourselves to get into this place of fighting with someone, we either lower or higher ourselves to someone and get to this place where we are assuming that the other person's stupid and therefore 
you know, they're usually doing the same to us and we're on equal footing. But until you actually change the game in some way, you are able to either improve yourself, they improve themselves. It's either through ascension or destruction, either that's exclusive or mutual, that conflict changes. You know, either eventually you evolve to have your own island or you destroy the other ship, you know, you then feel a sense of superiority. But during the conflict, you're equal. You're just firing cannons. You're both two ships firing cannons until something's proven otherwise that one ship is superior to the other. So what's happening on the internet is just a lot of people are proving themselves. Everyone is firing cannons back and forth until someone bends or breaks, right? And most of the time, we are not necessarily trying to ascend or destruct on purpose, but we get caught up in this whirlwind with people on the open ocean of the internet. And because we can't see them, because we can't experience them, because we don't feel the effects of that conflict, it takes longer to grow. It takes longer to feel it. It takes longer to to actually get the benefits of conflict. Because I'm not saying to avoid conflict. Conflict is good. Conflict challenges you. Conflict allows you to become a better person. Conflict allows for the opportunity to test what you know and to see what strategies you have, if your truth is a valuable truth, if your capability and firepower matches up to other people. And then once you do that and you have conflict, usually, A, again, you have some sort of mutual ascension or destruction, or B, some sort of exclusive ascension or destruction. And many of us are just caught in this open ocean of the internet looking for an equal match to be able to help us navigate through some sort of concept or an idea and someone who's willing to challenge us or someone that's willing to have a good enough point (laughs) or some good enough expression to be able to see that there's an opportunity here to grow from this, to, to grow from the conflict, to grow from what's happening. And usually that happens from some sort of exposure to the truth, either the truth of my firepower or the truth of their firepower or the truth of my story or their story. You know, what, where are the holes in that? What makes sense? How can we sometimes then combine and become a new thing, right? Some people who have had major conflict end up getting together. It's weird. (laughs) So uh, what I'm trying to land on, I suppose, is that if we spend more time trying to understand each other's truth, whether that's diplomatically or trying to understand the truth of firepower so we can avoid it if it's, if it's too much and we know we're going to be destroyed, or if we are too much and we're going to just destroy everything in our path, then we can kind of know where we stand. And again, humans, we're natural. We're human. We're, we're animals. We're posturing. That's what we're doing. That's what the open ocean is all about. We're, we're in the wild west posturing for position. We're trying to find our own land grabs. We're trying to settle somewhere. And in the midst of all the settling, we are just a, a chaos of human beings yelling at each other, trying to pair off and find our equal so that we can find that conflict and work through it. And um, the best thing that we can end up doing is 
developing some sort of leverage for ourselves so that we can find the right conflict over time that will eventually improve ourselves. That doesn't mean necessarily fighting with each other and yelling with each other, but having to remember that humans are just that humans. We have feelings, we have perspectives, we have opinions, we have stories. And the only way that we're actually going to grow from our challenges, from our struggles, from, from what we're feeling, from what we need to, where we need to go and what we need to do is by actually feeling the impact of our shots and feeling the impact of the shots from someone else. We could pretend to brush it off and say like, ah, but a scratch, we just hit the side of the boat. It's no big deal. I don't know what accent that was, but if you just pretend that the boat didn't hit, (laughs) if you didn't get hit by that, you're going to sink. And if you just keep firing away at every ship, you're just going to try to destroy everyone. Eventually you're either going to come up against someone who's going to destroy you, or you're just going to cause needless destruction with these cannonball opinions over and over and over again. So all I'm saying at the end of the day is that truth is, you know, your ship and eventually your island. The truth is what you built. The truth is the stories that you tell yourself. The, tr- the truth is part of your personal truth. And, and truth is usually the measurement of, you know, you versus who you're competing with. And then the opinion side of things, hopefully that made sense. The opinion side of things is your firepower. And just understanding that your firepower is powerful and it should be treated preciously meaning you can't just waste it and you can't just fire it on anyone at any time. So when I say to consider the difference between truth and opinion, that it's okay to just say what is, and sometimes that's enough. Sometimes it's just enough to say, Hey, we need to wear masks because this is going to keep us safer because we're not going to breathe out as much. and We're not going to inhale as much doesn't have to include judgment of saying, and if you don't do that, you're a murderer. Or if you don't do that, you're an idiot. It doesn't have to include that. That's using needless firepower to try to destroy someone. When really at the end of the day, if we're going to end up building communities and sort of doing this self-ascension, this self-empowerment, this self-growth, this creativity, then we have to, we have to treat our weapons as weapons and use them sparingly. I'm Hayden and I'm an ENTP. I went into that session thinking, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out more about myself. Great. And this will be fun. But it wasn't just that. Like I really got my top blown. Like I, (laughs) I look at myself completely differently. Now I look at my relationships differently. Now I'm in the process of figuring out how I work best as a creative person, as a business owner. I had to recontextualize a lot of my life, which was work, but it was the kind of work that gives you more clarity moving forward. And I I thought I was doing it one way and that was the way I was supposed to do it. And then I sat down for a freaking hour session and, you know, my whole life is different after that. <laughs> I saw everything differently after leaving. 
there was there was sort of life before this and life after, which I know sounds extreme, but it's not. That's a, that's totally true for me. It's so satisfying to understand yourself. It's a huge relief. And like if our if our goal if if our life is about you know having a relationship with yourself so that you can experience the world in a true and natural way and like sort of live to your fullest potential. This is so essential to that. Like if you don't know yourself, if you don't know how you work best and how you connect best, how can you hope to feel free in your own life? If I hadn't had a session, I would not have been able to start that work at all and I can't imagine my life without it now. Um I think it would have taken me a lot longer to come to peace with myself and really start to appreciate who I am, what I make, how I make relationships with others, how I tend to that relationship, how I tend to myself. And it's incredibly helpful to be guided through that by a person with so much knowledge about what these types mean, how you can interpret that, how you can apply to your daily life these principles um and just new ways of being um so i really appreciated it i can't recommend it enough i feel like it's all i've talked about with people since i keep bringing it up i don't even care if i'm annoying <laughs> um it's just been a, a really huge perspective shift for me so go ahead and sign up for a profiling session at bit.ly slash profiling session, all lowercase, still doing uh, pay as you can for as long as I can during the course of this uh, pandemic. So go ahead, bit.ly slash profiling session and book yours today to get your Myers-Briggs profiling session and take back your sense of self, your sense of normal to understand where you can have a little bit more control in your life and, um, what the truth means to you. Thank you for listening to the show. I really appreciate you again. If you have listened to this show a few times and you like it, you should share it with a friend or leave a rating and review like, and subscribe all of that stuff. You can go to dopamine.life D O P E A M I N E to go check out articles, other podcast episodes. We also have email signups and all of that stuff. You can join us. Uh, to check out all of our programs and courses that we have through there as well. I just launched the Cosmic Calibration Program for INTPs. So if you're an INTP in the Myers-Briggs system who is trying to learn how to develop your extroverted intuition, I share a lot of my personal stories and ways in which you can grow. It's quite hefty. There's a lot of stuff in there. I'm very proud of it. So go check out dopamine.life. You click the little three, the hamburger menu thing, and then there's the the programs button or dopamine.teachable.com to go check out our programs and what we've got to offer there. So um, I've also got our YouTube channel links, all those things, wherever you're listening to this, like subscribe, follow rating review, etc. share it with a friend and let me know what you think. I would love to know your perspective on uh, truth and opinion, the internet. If this open ocean analogy has made sense for you, if there's some way that uh, I could give a little bit more advice about this, I will, but try to find valuable islands in your life. And then eventually you'll make your own. 
uh, like Tom Nook in Animal Crossing and uh, be able to develop your own community, uh, nurture people to be able to grow, feel safe, feel empowered and build something of meaning, of worth uh, for yourself. It doesn't mean you have to do it tomorrow. It's going to take time. There's a lot of time to learn how to to navigate the the seas of the internet. Um, but right now the seas are treacherous. There's a lot of things being slung around. And if you can spend some time on the island of Animal Crossing or someone's private Facebook group or um, here at Dopamine, then find some way to concentrate your energy into something more creative and useful, powerful, challenging, and supportive. So I love you guys. Take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. See ya. This has been a C-Note Media Production.